the Grandmaster Hendy is in the building. Um, yo, yo, yo. This is Sway, Sway, Sway in the morning, in the morning. Wake your punk ass up. It's your boy, DJ NV. Yeah, all right, so we just we just did two shows at once. We did the Breakfast Club and then Sway one. But um, so this is the Grandmaster Hendy of the Northwest Cult podcast over on YouTube. Um, so tell us about the new people you've been interviewing over on your channel. Well, I just got done um, interviewing Swishy the God, who I knew made an appearance on your channel recently. So, and I thought it went pretty well. He's a pretty awesome guy. Um, he he even said he would uh, teach me how to work FL Studio and all that. So that's another person that's willing to teach me. That's dope, bro. That's dope, bro. Shout out to, shout out to Swishy. He was a good guest. He was a good guest. Um. Same so how long is it? What? Sorry, uh, how long has it been since I last appeared on here? Probably like a month or so. Yeah, I've interviewed a lot of people since then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that was a good little two thing around. It was probably about three hours. It's like you did one of me, and I did one. Of, I don't want your show, and then you did one of my show. But um, yeah, tell me about the other people you've interviewed and stuff like that. Who was proud? Like who is a proud? Tell us about the most proud people you've interviewed in the past couple of weeks. Well, we got to start on terms of who I'm most proud of. I would have to say Ziploc is a pretty big one. Yeah, for sure. Because now he is, yeah, he is now an official member of the Northwest Cult, third member. What will we be doing over there? Well, I'm going to definitely be using his musical talent, you know. He, he's pretty good when it comes to that and he said he'd be willing to teach me also and um, I want him to make more uh, regular appearances because I'm starting a new series soon called uh, The Ritual and oh, it's yeah. gonna, this is sort of going to be like um, what we're doing right now so just kind of catching up with people I'm going to be uh, bringing on a lot of reoccurring guests uh, Tech 7 being one of them who I also did a full hour-long interview with that went really well he's going to be appearing on the show um, shut up the text you're definitely going to be making regular appearances on the show if you're open to that um yeah and uh of course my co-host pagan sage is going to be a big part of this series as well that's dope bro that's dope bro um what will the show be about just sort of like less interviews more like bullshitting about random topics exactly that's Exactly what I'm going for. That's dope, bro. That's dope, bro. Yeah, I um, I would have to see that, and I would have to be a part of that for sure, for sure. What other, what other um people have you interviewed uh, besides you know Ziploc and Tex and all them? Let's see. Well, you did Dead Internally, didn't you? How'd you feel about that one? Oh, Dead Internally. You know, shout out him. He's a great guy. Um, that's one of my most popular interviews to this day. Um. A lot of people really enjoyed the energy behind that one. I mean, my only regret was, you know, it was only 49 minutes instead of the typical hour. And, I mean, I, I figured, you know, it deserved a lot more content to be put in it than that. But, you know, um, he, he was a really good person to interview. Definitely someone, you know, I want to have return on the show. Yeah, I was um I was proud of interviewed him. I interviewed him when he used to go by the name of DJ Young C. Um, yeah. and, and, uh, that was a quick one, but after the words, I was just kind of like, you fuck with any artist I mess with, you know, hit me up. If you want me to link up a feature, I could help you out, blah, blah, blah. And then ended up getting him to be in the circle of serpents. And, uh, we ended up doing a lot of stuff afterwards and stuff like that. Got him to make music with him. He's, just, um, we've grown a lot since then. And I want to do another podcast with him, but like, I'm more focused. Mm-hmm. There's certain people that I'm putting my energy to behind the scenes, you know? Oh yeah, I mean, very versatile, very talented, all that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I definitely recommend everybody check out his "Dread and Silent" EP. The Silent one, if you want to hear some singing, Dread, if you want to hear some more hardcore stuff, but it's still all sad stuff like that. But he's um working in a band now and stuff like that. But he's still making music with the Serpents, stuff mm. like that. But um, yeah, I've I've heard some. S- 
snippets of like him and his band and it's some really good stuff i know uh sage would be like all over that you know because he's a big rock star kind of guy yeah um what do you think you got planned in the next couple months or years with yourself mm. and what the direction of things are going to be going well the most immediate thing i'm trying to work on right now is getting like a means of transportation because I want to start doing in-person interviews with people. Oh yeah, man! I just did one with Tizzy T. It's it great. It's a lot of fun. I saw, man. It looked like a really fun time. Um, that's another person I've been meaning to get on the channel, Tizzy. Bro, you got to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you his number right now. Shout out to Tizzy T. Great artist. He's uh, a SRG. But, sure. um... So that's like the first thing, you know, getting a, a car. And then um, I'm going to try to get some sort of job or source of income to help fund, like, my future endeavors because I'm not trying to stay, you know, in my home state for much longer. I mean, I've had a good run, but I think it's time to move on to bigger and greater things. Yeah, I feel you on that one. I feel you on that one, man. Uh, we're going to be doing a little creator exodus soon, if you know what I mean. More updates on that in the future. But, Hell yeah. creator exodus into a beautiful territory. But, um, yeah, uh, you're a big fan of Draco the Ruler, aren't you? You always fucking bring him up, dude. Oh, hell yeah. Draco the Ruler, one of my favorite rappers. When did you start listening to him? Um... That's a good question. Um, I'd have to say I started getting into him around the same time I got into Shoreline Mafia because he was featured on a lot of their songs. Right. Um, and, and, and it's weird because he kind of had to grow on me as an artist because um, if anyone knows anything about Drake of the Ruler, he doesn't really rap like super on beat. But he kind of like slip slides over, you know, the beat and just kind of raps about like what's on the top of his head, you know. So yeah, for sure. He goes, he has his own unique flow, and and his flow is honestly what inspired like Blueface. Oh, for real, damn. Yeah, because you know they're both from LA, and um. Let me give you a stack. I do not like the new LA sound. It could be repetitive. I'll give it that. That. You know what I'm saying? The fucking the Shoreline Mafia type beats. This shit's so yeah. annoying to me for some reason. I don't think people. I mean, to be fair, like, like only Shoreline Mafia has like the sauce when it comes to those beats. Same with Draco. Same with those. I'm pro, I prefer like the old G Funk shit because a lot of people in the underground make G Funk, like Lil Jeff Gordon. You know what I'm saying? Like, just me. <laughs> like That's another person, like, I need to get on my channel. Jeff, yeah, we're going to be doing that soon. Um, I got an interview with Mr. Cisco, Cold-Blooded, and Kuan Ron or some shit soon. Mr. Cisco has been in the industry since, like, 2009 and stuff, and he, like, kind of created the whole, like, new sound of funk, and he's, like, a really, he's, like, an underground legend. He preached a lot for like Suicide Boys and all of them, so he he's mm. got he's a veteran, bro. Like for Ghost sure. Main, a lot of Ghost Main tracks. He's a real big producer, but he's also rapping and stuff, and he's trying to find his own thing. But he's also a Schema Posse member. But um, yeah, he's he's a he's a legend, bro. I'm really trying to I'm really hyped to interview him. Yeah, most definitely. That's why I gotta get you linked up with like some underground legends. And like, people don't. This is what I've been thinking though. That there's some difference between the underground and the mainstream in the sense that the mainstream is people are more concerned about numbers and status, while underground is more concerned with knowledge and experimentation. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's all about numbers. Like the number of you know dollar bills you have in your wallet, the number of followers you have on your Instagram. It's all centered around numbers and not art. That's my main issue with the yeah. mainstream. The, yeah, but the underground's like fucking. No, it's so. It's the worst is underground people that think that they're mainstream. 
Mm. That's the worst. Yeah. And you know a situation that occurred where one of those people that's underground, like heavily underground, thought they had were mainstream. You know how that situation can go awry because uh, you know you gotta avoid that shit like the fucking plague. It's people who are underground that think that they're mainstream. You gotta fucking get the fuck away from those people for real. Mm. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know. It. I don't know. I I feel like the problem with music nowadays is everyone's trying to emulate each other. Yeah, bro. Like I was listening to a Meg Thee Stallion track in the uh, fucking gym, and uh, I just kind of, bro. It was kind of a. I wasn't like deliberately listening to it. It was like playing on the speaker. It was like I just can't. There's someone. The problem with her is like she's just emulating a lot of what other female rappers doing, and there's a lot more female rappers that are doing more unique stuff, more interesting stuff, like Chica. She's mm-hmm. amazing. She is so fire. She's like trying. You know what I mean? I just don't want to hear another like um, fucking girl sing about her ass shaking. And making guys eat them out. I don't know. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's very predatory. Also, Cardi B's a predator. Cause she used to like drug men and then steal all their shit. I mean, like, what if it was, what if the roles? Nah, were but it reversed? seems like she'd be fun to interview, though. I don't care. Like, she'd be fun to interview. You know what I'm saying? Like the way she, the way she acts in interviews is just funny to me. Like, she's got like a weird, flamboyant personality. Like, and honestly, her music is not horrible. Um, but she's just a fun. You know, when you look at someone that you don't like and you think that they're fun to watch, mm-hmm. it's like it's like looking at a Trump tweet. Like, I hate Trump. But looking at his tweets are hilarious. Like one time he tweeted when the pandemic started, he said, "We're sending stimulus checks to um, anybody, to to any." Wait, what did he say? He said, "We're sending stimulus checks to everybody except the people that tweeted not my pre- hashtag not my president." I wouldn't want to offend you. <laughs> like you can't you 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 can hate the guy, but also think that that's fucking hilarious. You know. Look, maybe he deserved to be like. Like, let's just say he does deserve to be, like, impeached. He's already out. At least out. let him tweet. At least let him tweet. You know what I mean? Like, let him get back on Twitter because, like, like he's the only president that, like, really utilized social media the way he did. Like, like I yeah, feel like... Yeah, but, with- like, uh, like, yeah, Biden has no game, though, but I feel like, um, at least, at least, like, in terms of funny politicians, at least we have Putin... You know, he's funny as shit. I don't care. Putin's hilarious. Did you see him? So, this is amazing. Um, Fuck. Joe Biden, Putin. There's this little, like... Oh, I gotta send you this. Um, So, Joe Biden called um, Putin a killer or some shit. Like, he was just talking about him and stuff, like, in a funny way. Which is an accurate assessment, I would say. But but he was, like... um, Putin, like... After he called him a killer, Putin dressed up in, like, a sheepskin suit and posed in front of, like, a jeep. And he was like, <laughs> dude, you have to see this. It's like, oh, man. Oh, shit. I gotta find it. It was on some meme page or some shit. Damn. DJ, I could... Probably, like, DJ Academics hairline or some shit. <laughs> dude, these meme pages are... That's what's funny about, like, the whole, like, academics thing is he has, like, fans of, fan pages of fan pages. Like, people try and copy the whole, like, um, chat, chatty, Grand Wizard chat. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And it's so interesting to me, like, that someone could have fan pages of fan pages. It's, like, mind-boggling. Like, that's how big someone could get. Like, I don't hate that. It's just, like, that's what I aspire to have, you know? Yeah. To be honest, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, just don't end up being like academics. Is. Nah, bro. If I have a fucking have a million followers, I'll still be interviewing like little bums, like, like you know, my friends from like school that don't even have a YouTube channel. Like, I'll still be doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how much I, uh, you know what I mean. Well, that's the difference between you and academics is, like, you'll actually talk to people face-to-face and have a dialogue, but, like, 
like me and me and Swishy were actually having a good conversation about it before I hopped on here. He he was saying like the problem with academics is he, like you know, the first thing he does when he wakes up each morning is he tre- he checks Drake's Instagram. Like his whole life revolves around talking about other people's lives. So yeah. Uh, you gotta check this out. I'm about to send you this Putin thing. I bet. Oh my god, this is amazing. Bro, have you seen a uh, early cut of the uh, Joe Rogan experience? Like the one of the early episodes and how it's like them on the couch, right? It's literally them yeah. in the middle of a couch. Yeah, it's not like he just like had his. He didn't really have a studio to like his 200th episode. Mm. Like. I love the, when you look back at like something that's so great. It's like looking at like an old record or old movie from a filmmaker. Like if you look at Martin Scorsese's student film, Who's That Knocking on My Door? It's not really that good, but it's interesting to see still. I yeah. I get those same exact vibes when I go back and I look at the Dirt interview. Yeah, but and bro, like, you're gonna be like way past that soon. Like, you know, when you move out and you, when you have your own like, little place and stuff like that, you know, you're gonna have everything well set up and shit. But you're gonna look know, back but, at this and be like, "We're fucking here." Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah, like you know, if you look at it like you know, like for like such a large lens like that. But like, um, I'm saying like now, like I'm looking at the videos I I put out compared to like what I first was starting to put out and it's like now i have software now i actually have you know like followers and stuff so it's like you know every time i I drop an interview you know i get more and more proud of my work you know yeah for sure i check your dm Mm -hmm. i sent you the thing all right And I'm gonna send you another one. Hold up, it's um, it's it's a little edit of Biden posing in front of a truck. Like that's what I want to see more, but I don't think we'll ever get that on the level of like how entertaining it is. But Trump was a fucking asshole, and he's like calling things the China virus. Like that's so unnecessary, man. Like yes, the virus came from China, but like it's like overstating something. It's really overstating that fact, you know. And Can I share my two cents on that? If we can't call it the China virus, then we can't call, like, the Brazilian strain the Brazilian strain or the UK strain the UK strain. You get what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, but nobody fucking offends Brazilian people with the word the Brazilian strain. People offend people. People offend Chinese people with the word China strain. So you should be, you should, and a lot of people disagree with this, you should tie things that people don't want to say to acts of violence um and like i'm saying that people were using the china virus as like a derogatory term it's like people using the chi you know i'm saying the chi that word it's like people using that i'm i'm not i'm just saying that people are using as a derogatory term and i don't support that and that after he should have, after people started using it as a derogatory term, maybe he should have been like, "Oh shit, maybe I shouldn't fucking call it that." Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's like it's like a it's like a um. How do I feel about it? It's like it's just like anybody that's like shouldn't be using a certain derogatory term, using that word without thinking about it. You could probably imagine that they were having similar discussions during like the Spanish flu. Is they thinking like, oh, it just it's a it's a disease. I mean really, do you think Spanish. they were? Like, um I think there were like nine year olds like fucking working in a factory being shoved down tubes to fucking there is no labor laws or whatever the fuck. I mean there might have been. I forget. But you know what I'm saying? Like people were more cruel and like that was like a 50 years after people like just realized we shouldn't human traffic people because of their race. You yeah. know what I mean? So like I I um I feel like 1950s moving forward is when we sort of became like more conscious, more aware. 
but I feel like we also kind of lose this sort of us as a species sort of lose our touch, lose our fucking our roots. Uh, we don't hunt for food anymore. We like buy it in a package. We don't. Nothing's natural. We're fucking fucking up everything now in terms of the environment, and we don't care, and we won't care. Like we're just gonna keep doing it. Like, do you really think I'm gonna stop? Look at your fucking microphone. Look how much fucking plastics on that shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, it's just like whatever, man. Like you know, look at. There should be a transition towards like cleaner sources of energy, but like. No, I think this is what we need. If we're gonna have a clean, you know, a clean world, we need like a mass extinction event. And the virus is not that. I think we need, like, fucking... We need to be resulted to, like, 1,000 people. You know? That's what we need to happen. And then everybody would start to realize, oh, let's not fuck up, like, last time. You know what I'm saying? Or we need to, like, find a new planet. And, like, only one... We need a dramatic exit, you know? That's what we need. That's what I want to see is a dramatic exit where everybody's like, oh, shit. Like, everyone, like, boards on a spaceship. No, only 1,000 people, and we leave all the other people behind to die. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's what's going to happen. That's it, That's what we need. Isn't there, like, a movie about that? Like, where they get on, like, a huge, like... There's a movie ship. about everything. There's a movie, okay, about, but... there's a movie about some girl's mouth accidentally turning to an asshole. <laughs> like, that's a real movie. <laughs> I think. I just saw, like, a fucking post about it, but... There's a movie about everything, bro. You know the movie Wally? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, basically that, but like in a different way, like Where not we really don't all become way. fat asses and <laughs> yeah, maybe not around on hover scooters or whatever, and have robots do our every like that's the one thing I'm afraid of is like because I've I've heard people argue that like the world would be better if everything was just controlled by AI, and I'm like, dude, no, it's not. Like, what do you like? Do you see how horribly that could end? Facts. Like, if everything was controlled by like an artificially created intelligence, like that would end so horribly. Because as soon as that thing, yeah, becomes, but like becomes... they're gonna hear this conversation one day and they're like, "Oh man, he's a, uh, he doesn't support us." They're gonna cancel you in the future because you spoke against AIs, bro. That's what's gonna fucking... happen. You know what they're saying? They're they're gonna like see you, like tell your Siri to shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And they're gonna be like, <laughs> oh, they're gonna look no. back at that footage and they're gonna be like. Oh shit! This guy fucking, this guy's a an abuser. This guy yells at women. He yells at women in his phone. Yeah, sure. They're gonna they're gonna find that footage and they'll be like, oh, Siri becomes a real person. And it's like, remember when you called Siri a bitch? Would you like to answer to that, Mister Grandmaster Hendy? Yeah, that's what they're gonna they're gonna um, yeah, they're gonna replay that footage in front of you over and over again. Look, number one, I'll kill myself if <laughs> that ever happens. But... That's why we need the equalizer. We need the fucking event that's like, you know, what's a robot, right? Mm-hmm. We need a, an event where it's back to, you know, I want a, you know, I want a soda, you know, here's some lip balm, you know? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's what we need. That's what I want. You know, this shit's too complicated, you know? Bank account? What? It's boring. It's too organized. It's really scary. Yeah, because, like, you, you know the game series Fallout? I know it's about a nuclear blah, 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 after blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you were kind of talking about how we kind of need, like, a, a dramatic, like, sort of mass extinction kind of event. Yeah. Well, what that game talks about, like, the main quote of that game is that war never changes. And, like, he, like you know, there might be, like, a mass, mass extinction, but, like, in reality, it's probably just going to be, like, another, like, chapter in human history that was just as bloody as the last one. Oh, yeah. Opinion. Like, it's not going to be, like, we're all gone. It's just going to be, like, a lot of us are... It's like on um, the theory by Graham Hancock. You ever looked into that? I don't think so, no. Okay, so Graham Hancock's theory is that ten thousand around ten thousand years ago there was a mass extinction level event and that the earth was actually heavily advanced at the time and um we were kind of very we were very advanced, we had a lot of technology and stuff like that and um we were a worldwide civilization, right? But afterwards there was this giant flood that occurred which is documented in major religions and he sort of found a uh, 
a lot of uh, historical evidence and archaeological evidence of you know massive floods and stuff like that and then afterwards there was this sort of like mass extinction level event and these describe these um you know societies and uh civilizations were sort of destroyed and you know what you would call this is Atlantis but that's just the broad generalization made by fragments of information brought to the Greek people after 9,000 years right but there's also the uh, fucking Tebekle Tepe to fuck what's it called Gobleck yeah yeah Gobleck Gobleki Gobekli Tepe yeah that's what it's called it's a Neolithical archaeological site in southeastern Anatolia in Turkey and um it's dated back to how 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 long ago it is dated back to 9500 BC it's a it's a site to a bunch of megaliths you know it's like this very advanced structure made 9500 BC and the theory is that after human civilization went in its sort of you know fucking downhill holy shit we're all dying that um they fucking that's where they went that's where they started off is in turkey and stuff like that you know they sort of built everything from the ground up and that's why a lot of civilizations mirror each other you know you look at fucking egypt and then you look at like the aztecs you know very similar they're all sacrificing shit to the sun you know what i mean it's all connected man and Made people are pyramid like structures yeah for sure and they're also fucking finding dna um of um in you know skeletal remains in uh south america they're finding dna of fucking polynesian people in mm. south and it's dated back like thousands of years ago it's like what bro why is there fucking polynesian dna in south american species like what bro doesn't make sense have you heard of a story in the bible called like the tower of babel you read the bible i got bored okay yeah i mean like there are some parts of it that i find like interesting oh same but like i never gave it a full read yeah, me neither, but, like, there's this one story where, like, all these people were, like, building a tower that was, like, gonna basically reach heaven, and God thought it was foolish, apparently, so he basically made it so, like, everyone who was working on this tower started to speak, like, a different language than one another, and what happened was, like, they all forgot about building the tower because they couldn't communicate with each other, and, like, what happened was all those people who were speaking you know like english and german and like stuff like that or like the languages that kind of were like predecessors you know to those like modern day languages they all like spread across the entire world and kind of started their own like civilization speaking their own languages so like and i was thinking that sounds almost so crazy that it makes sense like like you know well, it's like it's all like these an... fucking civilizations and all this shit that we're talking about. You know, who, who? Like, Tower of Babel, where is this even taking place? Babylon? Right? Like, like before? I think it was called the Tower of Babel because it it, was, it had to do with all the languages. No, like but listen, was... um, I'm looking at the fucking Wikipedia thing. It's um, a united human race in the generations following... The Great Flood, speaking a single language and migrating eastward. Migrating eastward? What the fuck's in the east? Why are people in the Bible writing about eastward when we've never even been there before? Right? Well, I'm, I'm saying that's because we there is knowledge of humans being in the eastern part of the world and that it was just not really a cop. cop you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, they're writing about being in the east right when that's supposed to be you fall off a cliff and it's like you float into space or some shit that's what everybody thinks see what i'm confused about is if that's the case like christianity should have been like a thing in like japan before like the portuguese came over you know what i mean yeah but i'm saying is like the people who wrote those books um probably possess some giant knowledge and uh, you ever heard of the assassin's creed stories you know the the fucking that's mirrors reality right there the assassin's creed not uh fucking you know that's a theory uh you know what i'm talking about the 
backstory of Assassin's Creed is how like yeah. seventy five thousand years ago, Eve, Adam and Eve were born, and humans were like a slave to an alien, were slaves to an alien race. Yeah, the precursors. Yeah, bro. That's what I'm saying. Is like, what if, you know, how that kind of goes downhill and like fucking there's many civilizations and gods and stuff like that. Like, what if like all these gods are just fucking aliens? Like, what if Jesus was kind of like, this is my theory on Jesus is like. Was he a god? Was he, like, the physical manifestation of god? No. No. Right. I think he was probably just, like, there's a lot of aliens doing a lot of fucked up shit to people. You know, like, gods and minotaurs and fucking what? Right? And then he just kind of came down and was like, you know, I want to help these fucking idiots. There's a lot of fucking (laughs) idiots here. You know, like, I'm going to fucking just come down and help them and, like what I do with what I can do and like maybe him walking on water was not him walking on water maybe it was like him riding a fucking hovercraft over water and the only way that, do you really think that one person back then would be like holy shit right right down in a book holy shit he's riding in a fucking hoverboard the only thing they know what to say is that he's walking on water yeah I think the people that wrote the bible if you use that logic I think they knew exactly how to write it to make it and they were on psychedelics, like psychedelics were like, what's illegal? Like they don't even know what the word illegal meant back then. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they, they were just like commonly using that shit. And a lot of the wine, was... a lot of there's a, a lot of wines, a lot of been people have been tracing ancient winery and the, like ancient winery was made out of a lot of psychedelics at the time. Like it was not the common alcohol. Alcohol was not really that common in Europe. It was mainly common in like, um, it's it stems from a Muslim word alcohol is a muslim word so like alcohol did not actually stem like i'm saying wine wasn't originally made out of alcohol it was made by with a lot of herbs used by many different people and that a lot of those some of those brews and there's a lot of those brews were used with psychedelics so like you know the burning bush like they were just probably fucking stoned bro yeah yeah and you know like lsd and all that that's like from a fungus that grows like on bread and you know they weren't able to store stuff that well back then so you they didn't know that... what like fungus was like they're just eating exactly. eat whatever I, I know it, that's what i'm saying like they had no idea that like you know they were probably eating like this stale bread and it was making them like you know have psychedelic experiences it's just like seeing a. it's like the whole like don't eat wild berries you know yeah, exactly. Except don't eat wild fucking bread with fungus on it. Like, yeah. and they and they were probably eating like you know psilocybin mushrooms without even realizing it. They would probably cook it in like you know some sort of meal, and then you know it would it would make them have like these experiences that could be translated into you know God reaching out to them. So, yeah, I mean. All that stuff is like very probably very new to them at that point. So like, they had no idea that like like nowadays when people take psychedelics, they know it's a drug. You know, they know that whatever they experience, you know, they know it as what the government told them it is. Yeah, exactly. They they just know it as a narcotic. But um, back then, you know, there wasn't such a thing as narcotics. You know, like you know, like opium was like growing like you know freely back then. You know, like. And it was a good thing. Uh, probably not, but it's um. I mean, yeah. I mean, look what it did to China. I mean, that's why. That's why in China, if you get caught like like smuggling drugs in that country, you get executed because like, what happened was the British like started pumping in opium into China, and you'd have like these people who would be like sitting in their houses and beds all day just puffing on opium, and like the. When the communists came to power, they they said like never again. And now, if you get caught smuggling drugs in China, like they'll just kill you, regardless of where you're from. I'm about to do that. <laughs> yeah, like these two Canadian guys, you know, got got in trouble for smuggling meth in the China, and like you know, Canada was upset about it, but like China just executed them. They they you know, which is fair. I mean, they knew the rules going into it. It's not like someone like innocent just got caught you know coincidentally with a bunch of drugs on them and then they were gonna execute him but like yeah no you it's... can't fight against it you know and by the way like who who just some random Canadian it's not ASAP Rocky who gives a fuck 
Exactly. Like, if it was ASAP Rocky or NBA Youngboy, yeah, get him out, right? That's like when ASAP Rocky got locked up in Sweden and everyone made a huge... We'll get ASAP home ASAP. Hmm? Trump said, we'll get ASAP home ASAP. Not knowing it meant always strive and prosper. That's why... Uh, you know, ASAP <laughs> doesn't mean as soon as possible. It means ASAP. I, I, I think the funniest thing with Trump and rappers is when he was like, when like Lil Pump came on the stage and he's like, Little Pimp. I'm like, oh my God. You like, know what's interesting about Trump and rappers is like, he was like loved by rappers in the 90s. Like, there's yeah, a bunch like of Snoop Trump bars. And now, yeah, like Snoop Dogg like has pictures with Trump and now Snoop Dogg like has released like music videos where he's like shooting Trump in the head and shit. I'm like, like that shit's ignorant. Like you know, like like I understand if people hated Trump like before, like he became like, uh, like a politician. Which like there's plenty of reasons to hate Trump. The way he responded politics. to the um the jog the jogger situation in New York City. Mm-hmm. Very. And, yeah. Or or like um when he when he was like trying to ask Obama to show like his birth certificate. Like it like that's so dumb because like. If Obama wasn't born in the U.S., like he wouldn't have been able to, you know, run for office. Even if he like, wasn't born in the U.S., I don't even fucking care. Like, <laughs> exactly that—that's the other thing. But I'm saying, like, there's no logic behind that because, like, Obama was clearly a U.S. citizen when he was born. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able to get as far. Like, he wouldn't have even been been president. Period. You have to be born in the U.S. to be president. So, like. Like I'm sure that politicians would have would have looked into that very carefully before allowing him to uh, go run to for the president. Bohemian Grove rituals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, um, that's where I want to yeah. go. That's you know everybody asks me like what vacation you what where what's your favorite vacation spot? It's Bohemian Grove, man. Mm. You know, um. You know what I... You just want to know what's fucking happening. Yeah, but the thing is, is there's probably a million Bohemian Groves, right? That weren't exposed by Alex Jones. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's gotta be, yeah. There's gotta... It's like how there's probably more than one Epstein's Island, you know? Most definitely. I mean, like, like all this shit, like, people don't realize how deep it goes. Like, it goes insanely deep. That's why when I blow up, bro, I'm really trying to fucking... Join the Illuminati, man. I don't care. I'm joining, and then I'm gonna have a redemption arc. Mm. You know, that's my that's my goal in life. Join the Illuminati, have a redemption arc. I'm predicting it now. Yeah. Show this when I sh- shoot up a ritual. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, and no. then you know that's the big moment, right? Honestly, yeah. That's that's what I I hope for. And Nemesis, yeah. I interviewed Nemesis, and he told me um he captured a ritual or some shit on camera or some shit like he was like fucking because he shoots music videos for big people and he like runs a schema posse account but what he said is because he like you know that's how he makes his money though is like shooting big music videos like yes he does a little schema rap thing but that's all small stuff you know what i'm saying the schema shit's all small stuff but when he's on the big music videos for top profile you know rappers and stuff like that that he shoots gets paid big bucks so one time he was shooting music for someone. He wouldn't tell me the names, but Nemesis was shooting this music video for someone. And he told me um, this person he was shooting it for, he went into like a room for 10 hours looping the same song over and over again. And he was like, don't walk in here. One time someone walked in there and he was like in this praying position with the eyes in the back of his head and shit like that. I think and, I better heard about this. Yeah. Like, yeah, I told you. And I was like, whoa. Right. And then he told me that one time he captured an MK Ultra ritual and he was shooting a music video and he fucking... He, um, people were, like, placing devil symbol symbolism in the music video, like, devil objects and, like, satanic. And I don't hate Satanism. Like, Satanism is not, like, a horrible thing if you actually look at it. It's just a mirror version of Christianity. But, like, a lot of, um, I had the assumption is that Satanism in terms of people abusing it, the power for it, like, you couldn't name the, um, you couldn't name the head of the satanic order right yeah but you could there is none no there is but like the satanic order is a real thing like there's a real satanic church it's like that but you could name the general audience could name like oh black china has a baphomet tattooed on her back 
You know what I'm saying? Ali Lottie, Juice World's ex-girlfriend, has a Mason Mason symbol on her fucking. You know what I'm saying? On her on her stomach, and that's what I like. This weird thing because I have two perspectives, and I'm trying to educate myself on the alternate perspective of what is commonly seen as, oh, you're a Mason, no fuck you, devil worshiper, blah blah blah. Oh, you have double symbolism, fuck you, devil worshiper. What the uh, theory is, is you know how like Masons, stonemasons, ancient stonemasons, you know, you see an arch, you know, you see that shit, right? That uh-huh. took a lot. I think I might have explained this to you, but that took a lot of time to learn, a lot of time to master. Took a lot mm-hmm. of. That's a secret back then. That's a secret. How to build that arch in a cathedral, right? If you give yeah. that information to someone who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing of how to build that arch in the cathedral, that arch is gonna break down. That arch is gonna fucking kill everyone. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what a mason is. Is people who hold secret information about. Um, architecture that's really all it is like when you actually think yeah. what a mason is it's fucking in their community event people right the theory is, is that at the highest level oh they might have some secret blah 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 because like nobody knows and that's the mystery is that nobody fucking knows and people honestly just like put this shit somewhere like underground people even put symbolism satanic symbolism there because they want to be different they want to just you know you know what i'm saying maybe there isn't always an agenda to it is what i'm saying but that's not the exciting answer is it right you know what i'm saying yeah and um let me go one more tangent um fucking satanism it's a mirror version of christianity so they say like don't be nice to your trespasser kill your trespasser that's the mentality of a satanist what's the most important holiday in satanism i'm gonna quiz you I don't know. It's your birthday. That's dope, bro. See, there's different versions of Satanism. The one that I'm most familiar with is the one where basically you don't worship Satan. You basically worship yourself. That's like that's the how Marilyn Manson described it. Yeah, but like if, if there's people that actually like worship like Satan as like a deity. I don't think that's real Satanism because, like, the idea... Yeah, it, you, you worship yourself, basically. I mean, you know, it's not horrible. I, which I think but... a lot of people do to begin with without calling it Satanism. But, yeah. like... I mean, it's not as horrible as some people think, but I, I feel like when people think of Satanism, they think of, like, like borderline schizophrenic people who are, like, you know... You, you know the type I'm getting at, like... Killing a lamb in front of an altar, you know, stuff like that. Like when, when in reality, it's basically like the whole idea of the religion is just worrying about yourself, nobody else. And then, yeah, you're right. Like you know, like, like instead of you know being nice to your trespasser and letting him go, you know, you just kill him. You know, like that's the logic behind it. So. And like the high, like the nuclear bomb was a good decision. That's their. Yeah. Like, that was a great decision. That was, like, one of the best decisions ever made. <laughs> like, that's their philosophy. Like, do you really and think, like... um, In some ways, they're right. Because yeah, think but about like, how many think, conflicts like, that's deterred. You know, Gandhi wrote letters, to Hit- wrote letters to Hitler. Really? So, he wrote... Gandhi wrote letters to Hitler and was like, if you... You could stop all this horrible tragedy and horrible acts you're doing... You could stop this genocide. But I guarantee you, like, Hitler looked at that letter and started laughing. Like, yeah, look at I this mean, why would he? stupid... <laughs> look at this stupid letter. That's what he probably thought, right? Yeah. And But what worked is atomic death. A fucking... You know... Shout out to Duncan Trussell for pointing that out. I watch a lot of his podcasts. Yeah. No, that, that brings up a good point. Like, no one's just going to stop because they can, you know? Like, they have, like, some twisted ulterior motive when it comes to something like that. I I, I, I think with Hitler... ulterior hit- motive, the way you brought up that fucking word, you know, the swastika used to be a fucking ancient Hindu symbol that Oh, yeah, like, like, in Eastern countries, it means something completely different. Like, in Western countries, you know, it, we know what it means, like, to us. But, like, in Eastern countries, you'll go to, like, shrines and stuff and, like, still see swastikas. And and they're used in, like, sort of like a pattern, almost, you know? On, and like, that's just hours. so fucked up. Like, come on. Like they, But that's Nazis... because they did hella expeditions out there. 
like they as archaeological expeditions. The yeah. theory. Have you ever gone on the secret space program rabbit hole? Is that the one where like the U.S. went for like fifty different people before actually making it to the moon? Because no, I've heard Alex Jones. Already, the theory is we're already a part of a secret galactic alliance, and that like it's basically like oh. Star Trek now, but it's all secret because okay. they don't want to share the information with people. And like where we've already been to Mars, you've already been, we have bases on the moon already. And the theory is is like the Nazis like left on some fucking spaceship from Antarctica and yeah, like just like, left. Like it's yeah. like okay, cool. Like, you know, maybe you did. There is a lot of like little findings of oh, maybe they were experimenting with space technology and shit like that. But I'm let the mentality like, oh, maybe I should wait a while to fucking you know, see that shit. Like, can I see that? Can I see, like, you know, supposed Area 51 and how Area 51 is so large that, um, with the American government, that America 51 is so, Area 51 is so large that you can see the curvature of the earth from the inside of it. That's what, mm-hmm. that's what witnesses yeah. have said, is that it's so large and it's so, like, underground that you can literally see the curvature of the earth from inside yeah. of it. And that would be dope. Like, right? Yeah. Like, hell yeah. Like, I want to. That's what you know. If I'd ever seen anything in my life, that's that would be Area Fifty One right there. That's that's what the fuck I'd see. Like in this whole storm Area Fifty One thing, like that's what a bunch of fucking pussies. Like they okay. should have went in. But let me put it like this: if all the stuff that we believe is at an Area Fifty One were like was actually down there, the the Air Force would have no problem just killing all those people before they like I'm serious like they they would justify it somehow I mean it's not justified but like they'd find a way to justify it saying like you're invading a federal facility you know this is an insurrection you know like like that's how they would see it and like if those are the types of secrets they're hiding under there they would have no problem killing a couple hundred people I mean the US really doesn't have a problem with that I think, I think what they're they hiding do? down there is the David Ayer cut of Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think they realize that if people were to actually see what's over there, that it, it would discredit the United States government so badly for, like, the rest of eternity that, like, you know... It, it it could cause a collapse. Like you never know, or it could be. That's or, what I want, though, right? But let's just say the Air Force is just telling the truth, and it's like an aircraft, like experimental aircraft testing facility. If that's all that we would see, then why don't they show it now? True. I mean, I understand that they don't want like the enemy to get an upper hand. Like I understand why. That's why a lot of things are like classified like that. But you know. But, like, it, do you really think we could handle that? Like, imagine, like, one day everybody's like, okay, yeah, government, yeah, we, the government's like, oh, shit, we've been hiding all this. Here you go. Here's a hovercraft. You want to you wanna go to Walmart and get a hovercraft? Here you go. If someone came up to you right now, gave you a hovercraft, and was like, go to Mars, or a spaceship, go to Mars, you'd fucking crash, dude. Yeah. So that's like, why, like, what if they just want to have a slow output of information? Like That's, that's like, yeah, that's exactly what I think they're doing in it. Honestly, I think that they're giving a lot of technology to Elon Musk to, like, you know... Slowly develop over time. Slowly. Like, they kind of say, like, here's what our scientists have have worked on for years. Wait, is Elon we... Musk taller than his wife? I don't, I've never even seen pictures of his wife, actually. I'm not... Wife. Okay, let's check this out. What the fuck? What's his wife's name? Um, Grimes? Who the fuck is... Gr- oh, shit. He's dating Grimes? No shit. The fucking British singer. Mm, yeah. What a boss. How tall is she? Come on. Grimes. Height? Okay, she's five five. That's good. Good. Good job. Let's see. Six foot two. 
Elon Musk she's... is Elon Musk is six foot two. She's five five. Mm. Good job, yeah. Elon. You know Jeff <laughs> Bezos. You know Jeff Bezos' wife's taller than him. I could see that. He's getting pegged. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I couldn't. I could never. Nah, Jeff Bezos. That's he's a that's bitch. someone that's I'll hiding. He's a bitch and he's hiding some some major shit. And he treats his employees like crap. I could I could speak from experience. You worked at Amazon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, yeah, I was like working at a fulfillment center and it like like there are people peeing in bottles because they get pissed off that like like you would go to the bathroom too much. So like people like you'd literally like be stacking boxes and then like right it like right at the back of the shelf you see like these like bottles of urine. That's great. and it's oh, it's yeah. like holy fuck. That's funny as shit. Oh my god! Like that's great. Like richest man in the world, basically, and like he. Fucking... Elon Musk is like always topping up, like all over him. Shit. I thought like Jeff Bezos or no was it Jeff Bezos or uh I can't believe I'm forgetting the Microsoft guy Bill Gates Bill Gates yeah fucking hell um <laughs> but at least Bill Elon Gates... Musk is like friend like friendly with the population and the people like the general public supports him and he's like friend like you know he's like he's with the people it seems I think he's one of those people that are like he's definitely socially awkward you can tell but like I think he's like too socially awkward to like be mean like I think he wants to make people like like comfortable at least you know yeah like uh are you familiar with a a guy named Jack Ma yeah uh yeah richest guy in China like did you see the talk that like him and Elon had no well they were both on stage like sitting next to each other and like if you look at like Elon Musk's like like you know facial expressions, like Elon thinks that Jack Ma is a stupid person and he's not and I don't think Jack Ma is like stupid, but like I think Jack Ma is one of those people that opens their mouth without like knowing what they're talking about. But like he if it sounds intelligent, he'll still say it, if that makes sense. But like Elon's able to like see through that. So if you look at his facial expressions, like Elon like looks so awkward there, and he's just like, "What?" Like he like it was kind of out of place. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. So Elon Musk is the goat of technical entrepreneurs, basically. Oh yeah, and like, you know, he made PayPal. He literally created. He's the guy who created PayPal. No shit, really? You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Shout out to him. All right, we're going to end this shit. I got to fucking take a shower or some shit and go to bed. But... For sure. I got to pee. But uh, thanks for having me on, man. All right, link's in the description to his channel. Goodbye.